didn't look at what my competition was doing. And I actually, in retrospect, am very glad that I did not. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, welcome to Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Janice Eisman here. Janice is uh, taking the fitness industry by storm. Now listen, before you think, huh, do I wanna listen about fitness? No, we're gonna talk about business. We are gonna dive into some stuff that we really haven't addressed on this show yet. So, but let me tell you a little bit about Janice before we get started. Janice is a highly certified movement specialist who specializes in working with type A, that means you, entrepreneurs, type A clients suffering from nagging aches and pains. And I'm going to guess it's shoulder and back from being on the computer. Anyhow, as an entrepreneur herself, Janice understands you can't miss work. Now, we're going to dive into some meaty conversation, but before we do that, you've probably seen Janice on numerous publications and podcasts throughout North America. And let's dive in because we are going to talk about something we haven't talked about yet on the show. Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Janice, so what I want to do is I want to talk about how the pandemic sort of really made your business pivot because you are, tell me a little bit about your business. I have a bricks and mortars one-to-one fitness studio. So it's a commercial space and that actually matters quite a bit. Okay. So you had that and all of a sudden, boom, everything changed and the doors were closed and- And then, then what happened? So obviously we all kind of know this story. Um, Various times in various places in North America, the public health authorities closed businesses. So that means that there's two options as business owners. We either sit and wait for those doors to open again and sit there with no revenue, or we do the famous pivot, which means that you come up with some way to generate revenue of some kind. So in my case, I did have a bit of a jump on the pivot because in 2018, I had actually decided to diversify my business. Okay. The one-to-one model is a little bit difficult as a full-time year-round model because that means that there's some points of the year where revenue is down, other points of the year where the revenue is overflowing, and I actually literally can't serve all the clients. So in 2018, I decided to take a portion of my business online. So I just wanted to kind of put a box around that because I wasn't going from zero to 100 exactly on March 17th. However- When I was shut, I was not going to sit and pay rent and have zero revenue. So my strategy was to go online. I actually was able to, because of that background, move online within three hours. So my number one focus was I have classes and clients this evening. This announcement has just been made. Let's get those happening. However, my business structure is not online. It's 
in real life. So I'm a commercial right. space, which means that most of my business is actually delivered in that commercial space. So now, the back end was not let as me, <laughs> Can I jump in here for a second? Yeah. Because I, I, I've, I've always promised my guests I, that I'm going to interrupt them because you made a really salient point there. And what I want to say is uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about vitality, taking care of yourself. And I think you should treat yourself like a business athlete. Like you can't perform otherwise, right? So this is, I'm all in. However, will happen like Christmas holidays or vacation and be like, oh, look, darn, I closed the gym. So look, I have no excuse. I can't go, right? Sure. So even if you have those people online, they may be giving themselves some self-soothing talk saying, oh, we're going to be closed for a couple of weeks. I can use a break. You can't, you can over-exercise. You can do all this stuff, right? So you're also fighting right from the get-go against a mindset. Absolutely. There is a reasonable expectation that every single client is going to take some sort of vacation. Right. We're not going to do this 52 weeks a year. So Right. But I think that's in, amplified when the world shuts down. Oh, absolutely. So I do want to be transparent about 80% of my business fell off that day. Right. Right. <laughs> so and, I, think, and I think that that was that immediate, I don't know what to do. Maybe suddenly we're working from home. Maybe suddenly the kids are home for a certain yes. situation. Yeah. Maybe it's just kind of panic of this is too much or I can't commit or uh, that drive is now too far or uh, whatever it is. So yeah, yeah. it was a huge revenue kind of drop that day. So it wasn't like I took my business 100% here to 100% there. No, and what I would argue is even whatever percentage you had, let's say you said you had 20% online, I would argue even that 20% is diminished because they're saying, oh, well, it's going to be a couple of weeks. And, and once you take somebody off routine, it's really hard for them to hold on to that because I saw all kinds of stuff all day long on social media where people were saying, okay, they're not getting dressed to lunch time. They're doing this, they're doing that. There's jokes. I saw one thing where the guy was laying on his, in his bed and he, it was a joke that if I don't hurry up, I'll be late for the couch, you know, cause they were just so used to relaxing. So I would say that 20% you had also decreased when we were talking, you said, you know, it was really interesting uh, that a lot of people said, okay, great. Just take it online. Not only does that take some infrastructure and have to, people have to be looking for it and aware, but you made a really amazing point that I found really interesting. You said the people who were used to working online, doing their fitness, their fitness regime improved and the yes. people who were used to going in house, theirs completely fell off. They didn't use that time differently. Yes, there's actually now statistics that show kind of what has happened during this four month period. Those folks who were already on that track have actually improved. Those folks who, there was a lot of conversation early in the pandemic that we all had this mythological extra time where we could work on all these projects. Yeah. We mostly know that that didn't pan out. However, in the back of a lot of people's minds, and I saw this in some of my clients, there was kind of this open-ended amount of time. They were just going to take a pause, just going to come back to it later. Some of them yeah. months later have not. Some of them came back when my physical studio opened. Some of them are just starting to come back now. Some of them won't come back till September. And at that point, there actually is a very significant change in where they are because it wasn't only going from 
being kind of active to nothing. It was nothing to more of nothing because we, yeah, had, yeah. we had a significantly more sedentary situation yeah. than we did in the past. So I know- yeah, it's kind of like no diet in the world has ever started on a Friday, right? Like, oh, so then you go, oh, well, okay, so I lost this month. I'm so going to get in shape starting August. Like, this is great. Wait, wait till you see me in September. You won't even recognize me, right? Um, I always say I am really, like, I almost have Olympic athlete aspirations right after I've eaten something I shouldn't, like a bag of chips. You have no idea. I could be at the next Olympics, right? It's true. It's true. So, I did see a lot of different kind of mindsets yeah. and I'm sure that that passed through every single industry is I can start tomorrow. I can start now. I'm going to start in a few months. Um, and like I said, that kind of mythological open-ended time meant that some people actually use that for this yeah. and other people kind of put that on the procrastination slash delay. And that meant that I had a change and a shift in my client base. So my business and I think everybody in my industry felt that huge shift. That's happening across multiple industries. We yep. see that in the restaurant industry. We see that in cooking. Yeah. See, you know, we see that all over the place. So we don't dive into mindset a lot here yet. And it's not because I don't believe in it, but what resonates with my audience a little bit more is, you know, really quick takeaways. Like, what can I do today? I'm all about how do we get you to your next win today? So as much as I'm a big fan of mindset and it really has a big impact on my life and my business, I want people to have really tangible things that they can do today. But having said all that, what does one do? Like, how do you stay mentally strong when like, that's really hard on a good day not to feel victimized? Like, you know, I was sitting here. I, that's why I always say I would never do business with mother nature. Like, you know, oh, it didn't rain this season or, or, or you've got a ski resort. Like it didn't snow and I lost quadrillion dollars because it didn't snow. Like that doesn't give me a strong sense of independence or choice. Sure. So how did you keep your head in the game? Like, how do you do that after That's you finish crying? Question. That's a great question. My flip and my pivot actually was what that word implies. It was a pivot. It was instant. Okay. Because I, today I have a business that's 80% in person and 20% online. 12 hours later, I have a hundred percent online business. And right. it literally was, I was able to draw on a bit of that experience from 2018, but I remember literally saying, there is no way at the end of this that I'm losing my business, period. And I just right. decided that I was going to literally do whatever it took to create that change. So the biggest piece was looking at what assets- So hold on, before yeah. we move forward, this is where yeah. we would sound the rock, uh, cue the Rocky music. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, all right, the Rocky music plays, okay. And you said, you're not getting me to hell with that. So good on you. So then what's your first step? My first step was put clients and revenue first. Okay. Clients first. So mine is a service delivery model. It's not a okay. product model. Um, although I do also sell products. But if I have clients booked, let's contact those clients. Let's talk to those clients. I literally made phone calls to clients. Okay. And I provided them that option immediately. So it helped reduce that anxiety. So the whole world was in anxiety of, you no longer work at your office. You might have your school, your child home from school. I was coming in there saying, no worries. We have a little format change. Well, your schedule on Thursday is as you expect it to be. And we're just going to log into Zoom. Everything's okay. 
Okay, so let me pause you here because there's some really important strategies that I'm not even sure that you, I, well, I'm going to say you're aware, not aware of. But what I think one of the things you did, which is exceptional, is so it, we all know having a list is important, but you didn't send out an email blast. You stopped and you made phone calls, yeah. right? Yeah. And so many of us, this is where we touch on so many different subjects. It's almost like asking for the sale. It's almost connecting with people. It's like, oh, I'll put the blast out. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. And then people don't get back to you. But you reached out and said, I'm here. I will lead you. This is what I'm going to do. And that probably changed your numbers dramatically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it meant that my clients didn't have that uncertainty. And like you said, Let's be completely honest. I got an email from every single company that I had done business with for the last five years or whatever yeah. it is. Legally yeah, yeah. Within, yeah. you know, giving me their strategy within that first week. My yeah. email inbox was a disaster. And that was a yeah. time when there was a lot of other things kind of going on. But I, I reached out to everybody at least three times during this situation. So, and you know what? I always say that too. I talk to my team and I say, look, like emails are meant for something really short and sweet and to confirm information, not to give new information, right? Or it's definitely not to deal with money or anything like that. So whenever you want to make a real connection or resolve anything, you need to get on that phone, right? That's what you do. So you did, so that, so that was amazing. Yes. You did that well. That's, I mean, good on you because that was hugely important. And, and the other thing I would say too is, you know, they're now in a position where they're going to be working probably even more or they're in a panic state. So you could be saying to them, look, you need your fitness now more than ever. You were worried about this before. Well, now you really need to, to game up and I'm going to be here to help you. So you almost, if done correctly, can increase the value on your, on your product. And because you're right, I got emails from companies that like, you bought shoelaces from us in 2014 and exactly. we just want you to know right now that we're standing behind you. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm okay without the shoelaces. So, so you're, so on top of, in order to cross that bridge of connection, you need a phone call. I need to hear your voice and all that stuff. But I did, I got emails from like ridiculous people that would have no impact if, if earth closed forever. Right. We didn't need their COVID strategy. Cause it no. wasn't. And that no. was the other piece was, Everybody on my client list isn't actually an active client at the moment. So right. what I'm doing online, if they're not active at the moment, because maybe they're on, maybe they're pregnant, they don't need yeah. that right now. So right. then I was able to also really look at who was on that list and make that relevant to them. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So then you customized it. So you're like, okay, they're on the list. It doesn't mean that it's, they fit the, I, you know, my strict regular plan, the ideal client or whatever, but I'm going to customize this for you. I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to customize it. So that is an amazing strategy. And here's the thing too, uh, like what happened for people like you is there is no leadership. Like I, uh, you know, I'm in Canada. So when they canceled hockey, even though I don't watch it, I was like, well, the, the world has stopped spinning because <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Yeah. I was like, that's when they got my attention. And then the second thing was when they closed, you know, Vegas, I thought, well, my God, if they're not going to take money from drunk people that are just really handing money over hand over fist with, you know, no expectation of winnings, really, we know the house always wins. If you're willing to shut down that money machine, we really do have a bit of a situation. So yeah. there you are with your little bricks and mortar business with no leadership. And what I would suspect on a bad day, you're thinking like the world's coming to an end because Vegas is closed, right? 
Um, I think that at that moment, I was more focused on just carrying forth as opposed to looking even what was outside. No, but what I mean is carrying forth when there's such drama in the outside oh, world definitely. and you had no leadership. Like there you are with your bricks and mortar place going, okay, I've got to figure this out when there's bigger companies and things around the world like Vegas has to figure it out. Like you and Vegas had the same problem on that day. Like it's true. you see what I'm saying? Like, like wow, that's Absolutely. weird. Yeah, that's But to huge. that end, I actually didn't look at what my competition was doing. And I actually, in retrospect, I'm very glad that I did not because right. the core strategy of most of my industry was to go online and offer the services for free. So there okay. was a big movement towards free and or cheap and heavily discounted. It honestly never actually crossed my mind to discount my service. It did not. Oh. So I'm glad that I did not start looking towards other businesses in my industry for that leadership because I would have reduced my prices. And had I done that, I now would be in a situation where I am open again. And then I would have to have that conversation with clients to say, okay, you got the same service over the last few months, but now we have to increase the price, even though that would right. be taking it back to what it was when they were in person. So I didn't follow that model, um, partly because I actually don't have a membership-based model. So that was an initial strategy by people that had already gotten the monthly payment. It was mid-month and they were covered. That isn't my business model, but I just saw that rampantly running through my industry. You know, you're wise on so many levels because there's so many options. Then they could say to you, well, no, I don't want to come back to the bricks and mortar. I'd rather that cheaper approach over here yeah. that you were giving me. So why, you know, why would I come back? So you were really wise on that. And I didn't even think of looking at your industry because I thought it was all spinning out of control. Like everything happened so quickly. And also, you, I don't know about you, but I thought, well, this will last three weeks. So, so I wouldn't even have thought to look to other people because I think, well, what do they know? They're in the same hole I am and it's a new hole. So whatever. So that is a really good point because we say that in business all the time. If you just start slashing prices, then you, 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 you know, you're, it's a race to the bottom, right? So that is really great. So you just put your head down, played the Rocky music, you know, eye of the tiger and kept moving forward. And this is good. It's really, I know when, when, like we've never really talked about the pandemic on this show because I'm all about being positive and I, I did not feel that the news was out there to cheer you up because it, it's just like, we know that marketing is a marketing strategy. You want a hook on a title and a hook that says everything will be fine in a couple months does not sell papers. It does not get you to click. Right. So there was all this fear and everything and it just didn't fit my, any discussion I was having on the podcast, but I did feel and I, it reminded me of, you know, when you learned in school about during the war, when the men went off to war and then the women took their place and then the men came back and it changed the whole economy from there moving forward. And, and what that meant to me was, you know, I had friends that, you know, they were regular nine to five jobs and they had been advocating for years why they should be able to work from home a couple of days a week, blah, blah, blah. And the companies all said, oh, it's too much money, too much infrastructure, too much to whatever. And then all of a sudden, boom, on a dime, uh, 300 people are working from home in three days, right? So, yes. Yes, guess, 
Yeah. And so now, of course, you know, somebody who gets to work from home, there's travel time they save, there's, you know, you don't have to eat out for lunch, it's all this chaos that you're having to prepare for work and everything like that. And I said, right from the get go, this is going to change how all businesses are run moving forward. They're going to know that they have to have a stronger foot on the internet. And they're also going to look at the overhead they're spending. Like this will fundamentally change the infrastructure of bricks and mortar, especially because now we're seeing environmental benefits, right? So you now, I guess too, you've drank the Kool-Aid and you're like, okay, I've got the bricks and mortar back, but now you're going to have a stronger online presence as well. I absolutely am. So there's a couple of reasons for that. One is that the audience online is actually different in my business, my industry than the audience in person. Okay. In person client is somebody who actually wants to leave their house to do this work and they want that in-person accountability. I always say you can drink at home, but there's a reason that people like to go to bars to drink. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. We have all kind of felt that way in the past few months where we know that that social one-to-one human interaction and contact is important. And I learned for myself that I actually don't really enjoy just being online. So there are, I have enjoyed a lot about the online world, but I do not want a strictly online presence. I like the brick and mortar. I like the one-to-one human connection and touch. And so do my clients. That said, there are clients that I currently have that have never stepped foot in public to exercise. Right. (laughs) So that's either due to commute time or some kind of physical um, condition where they don't want to actually be with other people because they need highly specialized. I shouldn't even put it that way. They don't like being around other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of kind of- You sounded really, that sounded articulate, but let's cut to the chase. Yeah, yeah, I work out at home and I quite like it. I mean, I go either, depending on the weather, I love bike riding, but that's really almost a treat. I, I do all my weights and stuff at home because I just think the time it would take me to get to a gym and then wait for the equipment I want and stuff, the workout could be done. Right. So I'm all about let's get and then if I sleep into oh God help me quarter to seven and now my workout starts at seven thirty, fine on me versus having to get to the gym at certain times for surfing business or it's busy at this time and you got a class at that time. So it works for me. So you now realize there's people the personalities are different online and in person. They are. They are because people had this option, not only with a lot of people, but actually even with me in February of 2020, they could have online with me in February, 2020. Yeah. 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 So it is literally a different person and it also allows for a lot larger audience reach. So from a business standpoint, I now have clients in Miami and Mm -hmm. and California and kind of all over the place. So in fact, last week I worked with a woman from Australia that it's yeah. probably a long commute. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For at least so, when it adds up a couple times a week. Right. So what I also think is really smart of you, and this is all about the the Janice show. Let me tell you, because most a lot of people would not realize, and I think these are really important things for my audience to hear, because a lot of people may not see the difference in the in-house client and the online client. And you think, well, they look the same, they want to get fit, but you were smart enough to see that there is a difference. There is, maybe it's a motivation difference. Maybe it's a personality. I don't like people difference. I don't have time or the patience to wait for you to get off that machine difference, but you clearly identify, because I think that's another thing too, 
we all get accused of that when you're newer in business thinking you could serve everyone. But you realize, okay, this is my ideal client. This is my human. And that my human also looks different depending where they are. Absolutely. My human also looks different whether they're doing privates or whether they're doing group classes. And right. then there's a different human that does in-person both of those versus um, online. And so I'm actually really excited to kind of enhance that piece of the business model because it does allow me to reach people in different markets with different information and it is a different client. So these folks who have kind of come and streamed into my business in the last four months are not generally people that I'm going to expect to see in person. That right. said, that in-person client who's now had that exposure to online, um, this has happened multiple times because it's summer here. Yeah. They have gone away on vacation and typically they would let that drop. Now they're able to just jump online and do Zoom. So it's oh. a expansion for that. Okay. So you've so now found really another audience. Yeah. Yeah. Because look at me, I have a great excuse. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, okay. All right. So you, you glided through this, I think, as well as could be done. So, you know, in our last minute or two, why don't you tell, I know it's a little hard to big yourself up, but why don't you tell me the, the, what you think, you, you shared some of the pain points, but the insight that you got, what are some tips if somebody was faced with a big change in their business suddenly, tell me what in hindsight you think were your big, biggest strengths to sort of getting through this? The, I don't know what word you want to use, but the relentlessness and just the idea that this cannot do anything but succeed. And what that does okay. right from the outset is make it so you are in problem solving mode rather than victim slash panic slash slash whatever mode. So that was a very big one. Um, second, clients first, revenue is first. So yeah. I would kind of say I was a duck on top of the water where on the surface, just gliding along, quack, quack, quack underneath. Yeah. Okay. okay. So clients don't need to see all of the churn underneath, but if you put them first, especially during a big change, then they have, you still have your revenue. And let's be honest, during a time of kind of that external change, the last thing you want is for your business revenue to kind of jump up and down and be diving in and out as that's yeah. happening. Yeah. I think as well, just recognizing the opportunity that that change brings. Every change is going to bring some good and some bad. And mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that this period of the last four months has been the easiest. Would I mm -hmm. want to do that again? Uh, you know, I guess yes, that would yeah. be okay. <laughs> but just recognizing this is going to, we didn't talk about it, but my actual core business model is changing. But now I have a new revenue source. I've got a new client base. And there is another whole group of people that are not local or even some that are um, that I can speak to and service. Yeah, which can really be amplified like a year or two down the road. Like to be something like, oh my gosh, you would have never done that, right? So, well, Janice, you have been wonderful. I so appreciate your time and your energy. Where can people learn more about your amazingness? My website is mybodycouture.com. Okay. And I'm on every single uh, social media platform under the same name. So that's okay. M-Y space body, B-O-D-Y slash C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Awesome. And we will for sure have that in the show notes as well. Janice, we thank you for your time. And everyone, I don't know, I would check her out because there's no excuses now. We can do it from home. We can do it online. So check Janice out. And again, Janice, thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. 
Hey listeners, I've got a super special gift for you. See, I want to create a movement because I think your business should support your life, not consume it. So I have created the Win the Hour, Win the Day Team Builder Training for free. I'm not kidding you. So don't miss out. Free gift from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. Free gift from Chris.com.